The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker. And I am a middle-aged man. Do you guys remember that one? No. You don't? From Saturday, Mike Myers from Saturday Night Live? I remember when man. you said it just now. Mm. <laughs> wow. Well, that's good. Your short-term memory's uh, holding up, but you're still young. There's time for you to lose that. I'll put a link in the notes. It's pretty funny. I'll anyway, have to revisit that. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, good, a uh, good Chris Farley uh, in there too. So that, that's nice. Uh, pre-recorded live from our virtual hangar, we are those guys with ships, and this is episode fifty. You see, middle-aged man, fifty. Oh, I see. You wow, see you brought it. Yeah, wow. You, that, I, I'm so used to you not making sense with your uh, interstitials that I, I, I'm shocked. That, that was a that was a good one. <laughs> the sense comes later. It does. I have a bumper sticker that says that. Uh, Today is October 26, 2945. Your time and place may vary. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. We have a new intro-outro song, which, guys, you probably haven't heard yet. Um, Nope. But it it is called Slow to Spring. It is off of his most recent album, Alphanumeric. And it's a little little different. It's a little mellower. But, you know, I thought, you know, now now that we are are hitting our, um, our, you know, our middle-age years here, or middle-age episodes, uh, it's nice to slow down a little bit, you know, smell some flowers, you know. 50. Wow. Yeah. Who'd, Who'd have thunk it? This is episode 50 Shades of Grey Cat. <laughs> You've been spending a little too much time in 1.3, haven't you? <laughs> oh, it's not a pretty place. Not a pretty place. It's a hellscape of broken wheels and smashed windshields and dead pilots. Yeah, it's um, what, what is it? It's a, a G, GTA. I heard somebody call it something clever. A GTA reference, a GTA, GTA, GTA Arena Commander. There you go. That'll work. I don't think that was it, but I like it. That'll that'll fit. But anyway, before the uh, before the frivolity continues, I uh, just wanted to mention. Uh, last week, I think we reported that the one millionth citizen, Eden Star. I, we referred to. Eden Star as a he, and this was taken directly from uh, Chris's uh, letter from the chairman. So it's not our fault. 
apparently, not a he. According to Disco Lando, he is a she and is happily overwhelmed by the cool reception she has received from the Star Citizen community for being the lucky number one million. So just wanted to point that out. We are paying attention sometimes, and this is one of those times. <laughs> um, so... Guys, how have you been? It's been um, it, it, it's only been a week, but it seems so much more like a week. It's it's been busy. I've been uh, I've been working a lot, which I guess you know is a good thing to do. But you don't get to have fun; you just get to work. Yeah, I know, I know. So, okay, um, uh, give me odds tomorrow if we're going to get a release for No Man's Sky. Oh wow. Is there? There's no release date for that game yet, is there? Well, you see, that's the thing. There was a huge rumor. Um, they, they canceled a public presentation, um, I think it was last week, at some con, and they instead are doing a big presentation at some con in France, and I forget the name of it, but uh, the rumor had been uh, that they canceled the previous one and were focusing on this one because they were going to do a sneaky, sneaky, get up on stage and say, dun da 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 live! Um, but uh, the, um, uh, what's it, Sean Murray, is that his name? Uh, from Hello Games. Yeah, that I, sounds I, familiar. Yeah, he came out and uh, he tweeted today, so it's got to be true, uh, that uh, the rumors of a stealth release are not true. But um, uh, I, I think we're—I think people are still expecting some kind of uh, big news uh, tomorrow uh, from uh, Hello Games, and, and hopefully it is the announcement of an actual release date because it's got to be getting pretty close to done. I mean, um, uh, he was on... Uh, uh, Colbert, uh, la- was it last week? I guess it must have been last week, doing a demo yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and, and Colbert said, well, this must be coming out soon because otherwise you wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> so, um, Well, they've shown off a lot. It's just, it, it, it's kind of worrisome if you've actually watched the gameplay, what you'd be doing other than just flying around and I, discovering I, planets. I've been saying the same thing, and it's like, I mean, I don't, not, not to be down on a game, especially a game that is breaking new to gr- new ground with with all of the procedurally generated content, but like I, I see the gameplay and I'm like, okay, you get to explore and you get to tag things. Yeah, I agree, and, and that's that's really it. And and yeah. again, I'm not trying to bash on the game, but it's just like that's it. Yeah, I mean, from the very moment I saw it, it kind of blew my mind. Like they're saying everything is procedurally generated. The guy, like, walks into the water, and then he walks up onto the shore, and he gets in his ship, and he can instantly go right into space and fly to different systems, and it's, like, mind-blowing. But the more you watch of it, the more you realize that it really is just, like, a an exploration simulator where you're basically just going around generating new planets that are randomly created, and there's not... There's not much meat there. There's not much happening. It, they haven't even hinted at there being a story. Well, and they've also said that um, the universe is so vast that the likelihood of you running into another player, never mind a friend, is going to be very difficult. Well, it's not a shared world experience. I think the only multiplayer aspect is like you can leave things behind for others or something. You're not going to be able to actually fly alongside anyone else. Right. 
Well, you know what, guys? I, I will say there is another little game um, that if you described it on paper and showed it to people, I don't think they would have been very excited. And that little game was called Minecraft. Yeah, well, that's I a good point. It's a good point. That's true. So um, I'm I'm hopeful that um, that uh, this is going to have some of that magic. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it's going to be the next Minecraft, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping it has a little bit of that magic. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for right. sure. All right. Well, speaking of our own magic, we got one point three on the live servers. Magicy, magicy, magicy! Yay! Yay! One Yay. step closer to two point I got to download sixty gigabytes in a week. That's awesome. Really, yeah. it took me like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, but it's a lot of data. I have a data cap. Well, you need to get better internet then. That costs more money. You need to get a better job. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh <laughs> uh, well, um, you know what? We got we got a new chat system. You know, we uh, we got some new weapons. Who doesn't love that? Um, we'll discuss our impressions. I think during the community show, we'll get Ace in here and uh, talk about because we did uh, at our meetup last night uh, um, play it for a while. Um, not to uh, give any spoilers, but. Um, uh, you know, so let's, let's let's talk about it then. And uh, but just for now, I think uh, Jimmy, sort of like what you were saying, uh, it's good. I think overall, it's good that it's out, and that the next thing up is uh, uh, Star Citizen Alpha 2.0. So yeah, yeah. Without I, well, obviously, without getting too into it, since we're going to save it for the next show, um, there was a lot of under the hood. And once they get this locked in, and once they get this stable, then hopefully we'll see 2.0 sooner rather than later. I I think that's. That's a good way to look at it. Way to turn that frown upside down. You know, it takes a lot less muscles to smile than it does to frown. Of course. Mm-hmm. I, I still though, I was very happy with uh, with one point three. There's there's a lot of little things that we'll we'll talk about it in the next show. But there's a lot of little things that I, I thought were very nicely done. It's kind of like Amsterdam. It's it's the little differences. Mm-hmm. What movie? Royale with cheese. Hey, my brother from another mother. That's the name of a movie? No. Uh. <laughs> you, you were given this assignment, sir. Apparently you have not fulfilled your assignment. How, how have you still not watched Pulp Fiction? I don't know. This is a, tra- this is a travesty, is what this is. It's a travesty. <laughs> it is a travesty. It's a travesty mockery. I have the Smosh movie to watch, okay? I have more important things than Pulp Fiction. Blasphemy. All True. right. All right. So anyway, we got um, we got our development update last Friday for um, Alpha 2.0 and the Star Marine. And uh, uh, do definitely go. Uh, it's in the com link all. Definitely check out the pretty pictures because um, there is uh, some cool stuff, some stills. I mean, I think it's mostly stuff that we saw in the... Um, in the demo, but uh, when you get to see them in still pictures, it's just the fidelity is really, really, really cool. Um, I am looking forward to it. Oh, look, Big Benny's Grab Eat. It looks like a, a noodles vending machine. Who, who would have guessed? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, I hope they, they, they have to have figured some things out in the future because noodles out of a vending machine work, actually working has got to... Uh, is going to require some technology. Can I can I make one request of 2.0? Yeah. 
that they give you some sort of neck covering for your for your spacesuit. So that like all the air in your spinal fluid doesn't leak out. So that you're yeah. So you don't get frostbite in the back of your neck. <laughs> well, I, I think uh, what do you what do you what do you call those things? Um, um, uh, a buff, isn't it? What do you call call the thing? The buff. That's a, what's his name uh, from uh, from uh, Vince Neil used to wear those. No, 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 no. Who was the other guy that had the um, who had the uh, the dating oh, that's an show? Ascot. No, 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 no. Um, say Fred, Fred from Scooby Doo. No, 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 no. Um, he had an ascot. Yeah, you know, he had the the uh, the old white rocker equivalent of House of Love that Flavor Flav did. No um, idea what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Yes, yes. He, he. I think that that thing that he wore on his head. It's called a buff. I know. I know. The the missus has one, and she she use, wears it around her neck just for for that. Well, not for uh, going uh, into uh, outer space. A, a but. buff or or one of those uh, sleep rings for when you're on a plane. I mean, anything. Uh, I got I got out of uh, I got out of my plane. I did a little free flight because I like to kind of land and, and kind of check out where they are with the. Um, uh, with that particular avatar, and I was kind of testing to see how seamless all all three streams were. Now that they're all merged together, so I was avatar avatar playing in in all the different uh, modes. Mm-hmm. And I got out of my ship and I started walking around, and I realized, and I think I'd seen this before, but there is you've got your helmet, you've got your suit, but then there's this giant empty space. There's no collar around the suit and around the back of your neck, and I'm just like, this is my immersion is puckering. It's they a shield. A force field there. Yeah, force field. No. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gives it. you more dexterity no. so you move your head better. Unacceptable. That's right. So you can do that thing that uh, that uh, Jackie Chan and um, and uh, what's his name did in uh, what is what's what was that movie they Chris did? Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, yeah. What was the movie? Rush uh, Hour. Rush Hour, yeah. So you can do Un- that thing with your neck. Unacceptable. Four. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I didn't mean it literally. That was part of the song, John. Yeah, well, sorry for going along with it. God. <laughs> Next time I'll Literal just keep John. my mouth shut. Literal John. All right. Well, you know what? The, the coolest news that we got in the update this week, they what can now, it? they can now, we can now, we will be able to, we can't yet. Split ships in two, in two or more pieces. So, um, and this is something that I was, after uh, reading this um, and then watching um, a video about No Man's Sky, that really stood out for me was that in No Man's Sky, you're chasing ships around and shooting them pew, pew, pew. When they blow up, it's kind of like any other game we've ever played. There's like a puff of smoke and then there's nothing left. Yeah. Uh, But in Star Citizen, uh, we are going to be um, able to literally cut somebody's ship in half. And like the two parts will go floating away. Well, it seems like you you need to have that mechanic if you're going to uh, use a reclaimer Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, collect ship parts. So it seems Mm -hmm. like that's kind of a necessary mechanic to be able to to split the ship in half. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, when they talk about how the physics have to work when those ships split in half, it's kind of scary because they have to have, um, for the ship to like actually be alive, for it to actually work, they have to have like sectors that the physics work in. So mm-hmm. when the ship breaks in half, it has to break in half 
a certain way. You, you probably can't tell, like, visually, um, but it has to break in half a certain way so that those sectors can break apart and be, like, separate entities. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. And um, on INN, one of their shows, I uh, heard an interview. There was an interview with uh, uh, Jared with uh, Disco, Disco Lando. And he was talking about um, when they brought the guys in in Germany. And I guess they when they opened the Germany office, they the office in Frankfurt, they hired a couple of, uh, of guys that were um, uh, former employees of CryEngine. And I guess, you know, guys that, that really knew that the nuts and bolts of it. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we had a damage system in place um, that worked. But these guys came in and said, you know, hey, look at what we can do. Um, and it was something, not exactly this, what we were just talking about, but something that led up to that. And at that point, Chris said, that's it. We have to go do that instead. Nice. And so it was, a, you know, it was, a, a, you know, people talking about, you know, the, the freedom that uh, Chris has uh, because of the funding structure and the way um, the the levels of accountability uh, exist currently or don't, depending upon your, your perspective. Um, we're going to get that instead of, you know, something like we saw, you know, before where it just it gets a bunch of holes in it until it goes splody splode and then, you know, there's a little bit of twinkling and then there's nothing left. So well, I'm betting Crytek themselves is backing Star Citizen just as much as we are um, mm-hmm. because they've actually, I think they went bankrupt or something a couple few months ago mm-hmm. um and and it, honestly it doesn't seem like many games are doing uh, much with crytek lately it seems like a lot of people are moving towards unreal um unreal but, 4 yeah yeah well it, it it also seems like that engine has kind of become the star citizen engine um for, for yeah. how much i mean they've brought crytek engineers over to cig to basically redesign the entire engine Right. And if you think about it, they, they had to do a 64-bit conversion. They're doing large world maps. And a lot of this stuff is not stuff that was inherently available in CryEngine. So they've kind of turned the CryEngine engine into the Star Citizen engine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know they, they've talked about at some point they would want to license that. So that would be another revenue stream that would allow allow them to keep doing development uh, into the future past the point where they're doing fundraising the way they are now or having to depend upon uh, bringing in new players um, at, um, at a rate that uh, would be able to provide that level of income. So, yeah. yeah I th- well, I they're, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they've got multiple plans in place for, for continuing to, to fund uh, the game and, and to continue to fund the company. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, big shout out to the guys over at INN. They've been killing it this last week. There are several really, really good interviews over. There's one with, with uh, Sandy. Um, uh, Disco does one. Then Disco also sits in on one of their regular weekly shows. But um, really good information. Highly encourage you. Uh, after you've listened to our show, you know, two or three times, to you know, go check those guys out. They, they, do, they do good stuff over there. They really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. So um, anyway, they've got that together. So we're um, we're going to uh, we're going to be able to break ships up into large chunks um, and then break the large chunks up into smaller chunks. So that's a, a very cool, 
cool thing. And um, the uh, the guys report that uh, Crusader as a whole is feeling much more alive with additional improvements to the repair bots. Boo. And the implementation of the background traffic simulation system. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds good. Well, that's, I mean, that's one, you know, that's one critique that you can, one easy critique of the social module is it really doesn't feel alive if if there aren't a bunch of players running around. Um, And I will say, though, that 1.3 kind of hints at some of that uh, liveliness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily in, the, in, in very obvious ways, um, but but I did see that the game is starting to come to life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's um, we're seeing we're seeing the signs of that happening, and it's ever so exciting. Yeah, one of the things that kind of gets me more excited for FPS um, is the fact that there's an actual environment to play in. Um, because I feel like space is so empty. Like, no matter how much stuff you put in it, there's still going to be huge expanses of just blackness. That's and so meta. I don't know. It just feels kind of empty. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to bust out my old Smiths albums. Can, oh, can you ever reference something that I get? <laughs> You, you're gonna have to get, you're gonna have to age about twenty years, John. <laughs> uh, there's okay. there's a big expanse there. Even I miss some of Gleep's references, but that's because he's that much older than I am. I am not. You take that back. <laughs> All right. Well, we got blockers. I know you guys were concerned. Oh uh, yeah, but, can't, yeah. We got can't them. have development notes without blockers. Yeah. Characters are missing interior sections of their helmets. Yo. That's not good not for good. space. No, 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 not good at all. You see, maybe, maybe this is what you were experiencing there, Jimmy. Maybe. Yeah. Ballistic weapons can cause a crash, and there are other various stability issues to be fixed up. The push and pull system seems to be conflicting with another control system because it current it is currently catapulting the player into deep space, which I don't see that as a problem. I see that as a feature. <laughs> A specialty move. Finish yeah. him. <laughs> Whoa! All right. Um, and particles seem to be rendering in some gravitational areas, but not all. This needs further investigation now. So that's what they're that's what they're doing. So anyway, a kind of a recap. They said, "What a week! We're making a great deal of progress. What promises to be Star Citizen's most exciting release to date?" And I believe that. I believe oh, those yeah. words. Yes, H- hands down. With today's live release of Star Citizen Alpha 1.3, the PTU release of Alpha 2.0 is now our next goal. Important, important, make note of that. We can't wait to let you explore the mini PTU. The entire team is working as hard as possible to get it ready for backer testing. So uh, that, that would be mini PU. There is no T in PU. Explore the mini PTU. Well, but it's going to go to the PTU first. No. Oh. Well, okay, I guess I'll let you off on a technicality, but but in reality, 2.0 is the release of the mini-PU, the mini-persistent universe, not the mini-test universe, or the persistent... So it would be the mini-PTU-PU. No, it's the mini-PU-PTU. It's going to the PTU first. The PUT-PTU. So, so the, the mini-PU is going to the PTU before released live for the rest of us to PU. Stop! Putu, what? Who is president of Russia? 
Vladimir Patu. Patu. <laughs> oh, did did you hear that they're going to like uh, uh, cut our interwebs? Russia? Yeah. That's not very nice. Yeah. Did you hear that? No. It was in the news today. Why would they want to do such a mean thing? I don't know. It's you know it's just because they missed the Cold War. <laughs> that Putin, he's nothing but trouble. <laughs> I just, I would not tell him that to his face. He would he would like squ- squish you like a grape. No, he's I, I can't do that with the guy from Rocky. What do you say? I will break you. I will break you. I will break you. All right. So anyway, uh, that's so that's our update. Our Star Citizen Alpha 2.0 and Star Marine update. Uh, they did say that next week there's going to be more Star Marine goodness. They have not been uh, ignoring it. They just wanted to uh, talk about the stuff they wanted to talk about this time. So that's um, that's cool. Um, and so going back to last week, um, you know, uh, I I've made no uh, no uh, secret of the fact that I prefer the ten for the chairman episodes. I'm, I'm less uh, enamored with the uh, with the other ones. Uh, I, ten, I don't ten, think, for, ten for all the other folk. Yeah, ten, yeah, ten for who's left. Ten for guy that hasn't done it yet. Um, but um, they did have uh, one last week. Uh, ten for the all stars, which. Uh, had uh, Eric Chiron Davis, Adam White Weiser, uh, Calix Renault, and Forrest Stefan, um, and it was. I thought it was pretty good. There were some some good questions in there. These were, I you know, I'm liking the Eric Chiron Davis more and more every time I see him on camera. I think this guy is good. I think um, I think he is a a good producer. It, it seems like when he's um, that he's in charge of stuff. He's on top of things. So it doesn't, you know, he doesn't feel like a fluff guy. He feels like um, um, a um, a guy that that has. He's like a gremlin after they touch water. No, not that. But okay. um, you know, but something else. You, but anyway, you like, you like the cut of his jib, do you? I don't like his haircut still, but I like the cut of his jib. Um, although the haircut's getting better. The, the first time, oh, jeez, good gravy. Hey, kids these, nowadays, these kids with their spiky hair and interwebs. Pull your pants up. Get off my lawn. Um, so anyway, there was um, there were ten questions. I picked out one of them, which I thought was kind of interesting, um, and it went something like this: uh, In the live stream for subscribers, Chris mentioned that players potentially can avoid combat entirely. I have tried to play many different games peacefully in the past, but most games almost require combat in order to advance or progress. How is the team working together to make peaceful occupations exciting, fun, and intriguing? And how big of a priority will this be moving forward? And so a couple of the guys, you know, were kind of at a loss, it seemed like. Uh, somebody said, well, you know, um, got, got your star map. Um, I'm not sure how that applies. Uh, you got a, the, the one guy said, uh, PVP slider. And then everybody goes, oh, yeah, 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 PVP slider. Um, <laughs> You can run your own dedicated server, so uh, hello, Vendus, Earth to Vendus, uh, get, get going on that. Um, that these were all good ways to avoid conflict. But I, I guess the, their point about the star map was that you could look at where the hostile areas are and avoid those. Um, but um, what I liked was that the lore guy, um, uh, Adam Weiser, um, I liked what he had to say, and I'm, I paraphrase here. He says, from the lore perspective, too, we've seen the response from the community that not everyone wants to be doing dogfighting or shooting all the time. The latest lore post was about the relief response to the attack on Vega and how there were merchant marines running supplies in. People don't want to f- who don't want to fight 
may want to go and help out if there's some kind of crisis, civil war or famine somewhere in the verse. We understand that there's that there's not only people who want to go in and be a part of the action, but also those that maybe want to try to help the community get better. It's already in the back of our minds, and we're planning missions that don't necessarily end up with you drawing your gun or firing a weapon, when instead you may be able to resolve things in other ways. We're very conscious of this issue, and we're ready to make sure that peaceful play is a part of the game experience for those that want it. So, I, you know, I'm not a pew-pew guy, um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, at times, I get a little bit um, concerned that uh, that. Star Citizen doesn't turn into Eve, you know, where it's basically, you know, you, either you're a pew-pew or you, or you just die. Um, so um, uh, this, this makes me happy to think that they're, they're really, you know, in the, in the sense of, of, a, of a rich MMO kind of like um, uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxies where there are going to be professions and things to do. I mean, not necessarily professions in the sense of like, you know, having in, I think in, in Star Wars, Jimmy, couldn't you play like an entertainer or there were like class yeah. structures where yeah. you could uh, uh, set up a, a career path for yourself. Uh, that's not going to be what we have in Star Citizen, but we will um, have activities that we can engage in and um, uh, hopefully potentially find rewarding uh, that don't involve uh, shooting people in the face. Well, even even just look at um, just look at two design documents uh, to tell you where their heads are. Uh, the first one being uh, the um, the Endeavor, mm-hmm. where they've talked about, for example, and, and all of this is still you know um, in development. But they've talked about, for for example, you'll be able to do things like um, if you're if you're going to uh, if you're going to raise uh plants for example that are um that are rare mm-hmm. that you you may need to do something to the effect of turn turn the uh the habitats towards a direction of of a specific star somewhere in the verse um and in doing so you're flooding the ship with radiation causing potential damage um you know they've also talked about if you're uh if you've got a um the um star g and mm-hmm. you're you're collecting fuel for sale that going into those gas giants can also be dangerous. Mm-hmm. So just in those two design documents they've shown peaceful play because you're not fighting other people that is still engage, engaging and still dangerous. And I think that uh that's a pretty smart play for them and and I hope that we see more about that and that they really do capitalize on that because at the end of the day space itself is dangerous. So there's a lot that you can do that's engaging and exciting um, and nail-biting that is not necessarily pew-pew. Right. But, you know, I mean, those two examples that you, you gave are very, are very good ones. But what I also, taking those, those scenarios a step further, what happens when you throw pirates into the mix? So I'm out, you know, growing my space crops and, uh, you know, minding my own business. But then, you know, a, a group of pirates come out, hey, look, Endeavor, we would like to have that, thank you very much. And they, they kill me and, um, you know, throw my crops overboard and, and go flying off with my ship. I mean, what is there to, I mean, I get that you, you don't want it, you don't want to nerf space, you know, so that it doesn't, you know, so it's all 
I don't want to turn the the endeavor. Uh, uh, I forget which what uh, variant or what class they called that. But I, you know, you don't want to turn it into Space Farmville, where you know the, the biggest thing you have to worry about is that you know a, a hose breaks or something. Right. Um, you want you want there to still be you know some realism, some immersion. But are they going to? Are you going to be able to hire? you know, NPCs to protect you? Or um, are there going to be areas of space that are safe and readily, you know, uh, frequently patrolled where you will be able to grow your crops? Well, yeah, they've, they've said that, that. They've said as much, and the star map shows that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but how, 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 cons- how constant are those safe zones? I would imagine pretty constant. I mean, at least from what I've seen and what I've read, um, you know they they've said that the the safe zones the um, the more civilized zones are going to be heavily patrolled. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that you know and and they've said you know also going back to design docs, um, you know taking the uh, the freighters for example the whole E series or the whole series, um, they've said that those ships can pretty much go about their business relatively in relative safety. In all of the civilized systems, I think that you know if you're if you stray off of certain trade routes, then yeah, there might be pirates waiting in the wings. If you're trying to take a shortcut um, through not necessarily safe space, that you're going to run into pirates. And I think there's always going to be a percentage of, or a chance of running into pirates, but in the civilized areas, it's going to be much much lower. I mean, just throwing out random numbers. Let's just say, you know, in Tara or in Seoul. Um, on the the trade routes, your chance of getting raided or, or, or attacked by a pirate is probably, you know, five percent. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if you're in Nix, you know, you're trying to make a shortcut. You know, if you're trying to save some time so you can you know pick up that next run, and you're going through, you know, not necessarily safe space. Your percentage might jump up to thirty, forty five percent. Yeah, I you know I don't disagree with anything that you're saying, and um, uh, but I just it's refreshing to me to hear this being talked about, and that it's not being dealt with like a, as an afterthought. I mean, because yeah, I, no, I, I think it's it's so easy because the sexy ships are the ones that you know with with the big guns, you know, and everyone wants an Idris, and you know, everyone's you know since I get my rail gun, I'm going to show you guys. You know, I mean, it's. So, but there there are others there are others of us out here. There are you know the kinder, gentler folk. You want a hug? Yeah, I do. All right, I'm sending you a virtual hug right no, now. No, not that hug. I know what <laughs> hug you're sending him. You don't want that hug. No, I don't. I don't want that hug. No, I don't. I don't like basketball. Get away from me. All right. Okay. Well, so anyway, that's that's the one that jumped out at me because I'm feeling vulnerable right about now, and uh, so that was the uh, that spoke to me. Would, would, does the PvP slider filter out all types of players, or does it just filter out the players that have a history of piracy? Yeah, I don't know. Good question. That's an excellent question. Because everyone has the capacity, the ability to kill you. <sighs> that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the other thing to keep in mind too is um, I, I think especially with the larger ships that have the really heavy um, armor and the really heavy uh, shields, it's going to take more than three pirates, you know, in in uh, hornets to take you out. Well, right, but the, you know there are pirate organizations. And oh yeah, that, no, absolutely. Got- that that will go out hunting for people. Absolutely. 
Right. I mean, no question yeah, that, about it. That is their stated goal for the game is to go take people's stuff and ruin their day. Mm-hmm. They're like the uh, the wolves in uh, in uh, Walking Dead. Um, Am I the only one that watches The Walking Dead? You are. I was thinking of The Wolves of the Kala, the uh, Stephen King book. Did you read that? No. It's part of the Dark Tower series? No. It's a very good book. No. Very good series. I'm sure it is. They're going to uh, make a, um, a miniseries out of it. I see. Yeah. I think I think John just fell asleep. Yeah. I think that... Who's that Bardem guy? What are books? <laughs> oh, man. What's, what's his name, Bardem? What's his first name? It's not Anthony, is it? Javier. Javier Bardem, yeah. He's going to play uh, the... Um, uh, what's his name? The uh, the main the character. Yeah, the gunslinger, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah, no, I like Javier Bardem. He was yeah, good, good in Skyfall. He was and good. And in No Country for Old Men. Oh, God, he was so... Yeah, that, that's a good with, movie. With that little pneumatic uh, cow catcher. Cow, yeah. Uh-huh. Cow yeah. He, he, was, brain he was shooter. perfectly creepy in that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't like Woody Harrelson all that much, so I was that, that was one of my favorite scenes ever. Was like, <laughs> I, just, I, I could smell Woody soiling his, uh, his <laughs> trousers. That's wow. mean. Okay, then. All right. How can you not <laughs> like him? Seriously, how can you not like Woody Harrelson? Um... He's too short. He's too short? What? He's not even <laughs> short. Didn't oh, you see totally 2012? Short. He's totally short. Dude. He was a great, crazy, theorist guy. Theory, theorist. Theor- let's, let's move on. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So um, reverse the verse this week. I thought there was some some cool stuff to talk about that came out then. It's becoming like like my favorite show um, after, after about the first 15 minutes. The first 15 minutes is just kind of, you know, hey, what Star Wars action figures have you bought this week? Um, which you kind, know, of, kind of like this show. Yeah, kind of like this show, yeah. Um, so uh, what they said is that large ship owners will get either a loaner Connie or Tally, dependent upon the value of the ship owned. So this is going to be when we go into uh, 2.0. And so I, I thought that I was going to get a loaner Tally for my uh, either my Starliner or my um, Endeavor. Uh, but I think I would actually kind of like a Connie. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm just wondering, which is more valuable? What did you guys pay for your Constellations? Or when John, I know John, you don't have one. I'm sorry. Jimmy, like what did you pay for Constellation? 130 I had a Taurus. One thirty. It was like 130 yeah. Oh, really? Okay, okay. So then you'll probably, for the, um, you'll get the Connie if you have a smaller large ship, and then the Tally for the more expensive, because the, the Tallies uh, start at 250 and go up from there. Um, okay, so that's... Um, uh, I'll probably end up getting a tally. I want to. I want to fly a Connie. Um, somebody will have a Connie to fly in, so that'll be fun. Well, Jimmy, you're going to have one. What yeah, am I course. worried about? It's all. Gonna, it's. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Say the words. What's that from? God, I have no idea. I, we, I, actually, I kind of remember. We say have, the words. We have a reference overload. Okay. Yeah. This is a Nobody's even getting tonight. these references. Oh, everybody. But, but, Everybody except the other two people in this virtual hangar with me gets that reference. By the way, two twenty-five for the Andromeda. No, oh, okay, okay. Oh, geez, maybe my Taurus was more than that, more than one thirty. Can't remember. We're gonna be okay. Wait, you've never been interested in the constellation, and you had a retaliator. 
Say the words. Why is it a question? Taurus is one fifty. One fifty. That was close. That's a big gap. <sighs> Reservoir Dogs. I was. Oh, I forgot. John does. John is a Tarantino free zone. I have never <sighs> seen a Tarantino movie. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. It just it's baffling. It's baffling. <laughs> All right. Um, then they t- they talked a little bit about the Archimedes, which I think is kind of uh, Jimmy. You don't. You're not. No, you're a Merlin guy. You, you don't because Archimedes is only if you have the Phoenix, right? Correct. Okay. Um, and on around the verse, they referred to it as a racer. Um, just because they call a ship something does <laughs> I like this. They said just because they call a ship something does not mean that's the only thing it does. Uh, they called it a racer because it's a it's the faster snub fighter as compared with the Merlin. It oh, is still man. an intercept. It is still an interceptor. It still has guns. It's just faster than the Merlin. So relative to the P-52, they're removing the centerline gun and replacing it with a fuel supercharger that allows the P-72 to recharge its boost. Very, very valuable. Um, that's something that the Merlin can't do. And it's going to get four size one guns instead of just the two that the, the Merlin currently has. Interesting. So, oh, yeah. Man. So I bought my Merlin for racing. That's what me too, um, and so in the uh, so it tops out at 240 meters per second. I'm guessing maybe the Archimedes will be. It probably won't be as fast as an M50. So I'm guessing it'll be like 260 maybe because I think the the M50 tops out at 270. Yeah. Um, uh, but it may be. It may also be nimble. I mean, I think that the the it's pretty pretty comparable uh, nimby nimbleality. Nimbleality between the Merlin and the M50, but anyway, and this is what I really thought was interesting: that in Star Citizen lore, no company is building a straight-up racing ship. So the M50, the 350R, the Mustangs Gamma and Omega, those are all variants of fighters that have been modified to race better. So we have not yet actually seen a real racing ship. I thought the M50 was a real racing ship. It's an interceptor. Jimmy, you're putting a bunch of zeros in there. That says push to talk key. Yeah, sorry, my push to talk key. I got to fix that. <laughs> just it frightened me. I just there was an awful lot of there were no ones. It was all zeros. I, I thought I thought I had died. I thought my 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 big disc in the sky was being reformatted with all zeros. Uh huh. As <laughs> as you know, with the changes in one point three, I had to rebind my push to talk because when I was going to use push to talk in game, it kept triggering the Moby glass. So without thinking, I moved it to the zero key, and now I'm really paying for that. <laughs> Jimmy, we're all paying along with you. Well, good. I'm glad that we can suffer together. <laughs> it makes me feels closer all of a sudden. All right. So, but anyway, I think that's that's really interesting that, that we haven't actually seen a racing ship, which makes me think, you know, what is an actual racing for the sake of racing ship going to look like? Yeah, because the M50 uh, looks like a racing ship. It's an interceptor. It I, has, I know. It, it, it has I, missiles and guns. It, it looks like a racer. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the sleekest ship we've seen so far. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And it has the best paint job. Like, just get nice. up close it's got to that a racer's thing. paint job. It's so nice. Yeah. Well, did you did you guys see the um, the skin that uh, Tabascoid did for the M50? And I forget he said that it was for some contest that happened last year, I think. But it's uh, uh, it was a 
essentially it was like a pizza ad on the M50. Oh yeah, I did yeah, see yeah, that. I saw that. <laughs> so cool. He has a pizza delivery org. I think. Right. Yeah, it was like pizza except when they do tacos. Perfect. Except when they do tacos. That makes what? perfect sense. I think I think it has it has to do with, you know, just whatever they're hungry for. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that the, I think the name of the, the name and or the theme of the org uh, tends to rotate. Ah, <laughs> uh, so they don't but just anyway. specialize in pizza. No, no, they um, you know, and well, you know, it's two thousand, it's twenty nine forty five, John. You don't have to specialize anymore. Pizza's probably not even a thing. I wonder how they get the dough to rise in space. Maybe artificial gravity. Yeah. I don't Wait know. a second. That- that no, good. it would it would rise easier without gravity. Yeah, I don't know how yeast feels about that. I yeah, think, yeast might have something to say about that. I think yeah. as long as yeast has oxygen, it's happy. <laughs> we have so many potential titles for this episode already, and I'm gonna, and I'll not remember a single one of them. All right. So anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing what a real racing ship looks like. I'm 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 excited for that. I am. I'm and uh, already speaking, melting my Merlin because I well, need that Archimedes. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 wondering. Well, you know, if they if they cough that up for twenty bucks, I mean, it seems it seems like a better ship. I wonder if they wouldn't like sell it for like twenty five or thirty instead. Yeah, if it's thirty, I'll do it. Yeah. But speaking of exciting, uh, November 19th is going to be a live stream, which will kick off the anniversary sale. Uh, There's going to be lots of cool stuff on the live stream and 20% off physical goods in the online store, but not the Connie model, which will be 20% off of the subscriber price and more than 20% off the non-subscriber price. Uh, So how all that math works out is it's going to be 80 bucks, 80 bucks for the Connie model. Um, there will be some ship sales for sure. Um, there, some of them are going to be brought back ships, ships that we've uh, had a chance to buy before. You know, who knows? We may uh, we may get a chance to buy the Caterpillar, and maybe a new ship too. Um, so, um, who knows? It's um, it's all exciting. It's all coming soon. Stay tuned um, for that. All right, um, and then speaking of ATV, we uh, we did learn at the top of the show that Sandy's not resigning. Yay! I guess uh, I know that when we all watched the uh, CitizenCon stream uh, and she gave her speech at the beginning, that uh, we were all kind of we had that little that feeling in the in the in our bellies that it was like, oh no, no, you know the the one where she like hands back our, our promise ring and says, you know, I. I think we should see other people, <laughs> but she's not doing that. So, um, so I, I, I guess that enough people uh, felt the same way that we did that uh, it became a thing, and so she had to address it, or she didn't, but she decided to address it. But and definitely, definitely check out her um, her interview on INN. Uh, definitely, you get to see a, a, a side of Sandy that uh, that uh, hasn't come out in other interviews with her that I've heard before. So, um, uh, INN, check it out. Good stuff. Um, Santa Monica, they um, reported that Germach is working on the, uh, speaking of the Archimedes, on the P-72 Archimedes concept. The racer variant of the Merlin, although it's not really a racer, it's a luxury racing version of the Merlin, though it's not really a racer. It has more speed but less attack options, which doesn't make sense if it has twice as many guns. So, you know, sometimes between these two shows, there's some inconsistencies. This is one of them. 
Um, so I'm, you know, as we were just saying, I'm, I'm wondering if they are, well, I'm wondering if they're going to put it on sale at all. I mean, it seems likely that they would. Um, and we hope it'll be around for 20 or 25 bucks, but we shall see. Um, and then behind the scenes, Alpha 2.0, they had a little segment where they talked about um, getting ready. And I think they did this um, prior to Gamescom 2, didn't they? Or, um, F- yeah. Or, or was it was it one of the other events where they kind of went into um, uh, a making of the demo and how you know all the meetings that they have and all the people that are involved uh, in the the um, uh, the development of of what it is that they present to us at these events. And um, I, I I really like seeing this kind of stuff out of them um, because we, what they were doing this time, of course, was the, the Crusader presentation. But I really like seeing this stuff because it always comes across to me real honest and upfront. I mean, you, you get to see the yeah, blemishes totally. and all. Yeah, yeah I, no, mean, I, I agree with that. You, you, you see, not only do you see the work, but you also see the, the earnest effort put in by the people doing that work. Right. And one of the things that really struck me in this last one was is that everybody said we. Nobody was saying I. You know, they were interviewing all the people and the different team members, and everybody to a single person was saying we. You know, that we did this, and then we did that, and then, um, you know, so it's, I, I like that. That, you know, that, that says team to me, you know, and well, I and think building is important. And, and building a game like this is, it's difficult. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think honestly, you know, building any game is difficult. But when you're doing something that's trying to push the envelope, um, when you're doing something that that's crowdfunded and transparent, um, you know, there's a lot of different factors involved in the development of this game that make it difficult. And um, you know, to, to see for them to pull the curtain back even more um, is is always a cool thing, and it's always good to see the heart that's beating behind. Uh, the machine that's creating the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, no, and like a... they say, there is no we in team. I mean, there's no I in team. But there is a me. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but you have to rearrange the letters a little bit. You know... No. No, Gleep. <laughs> just, just no. Just no. <laughs> just no. Oh, boy. Uh, it's, it's it's just like asking to borrow the car again. Just just no gleep. Back to your room. Well, that All right. Been like uh, right when they invented cars, right? <laughs> well, they they still had horses attached to them. If if you must know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what. I I still bought leaded gas. How's that? Wow, man! Wow. You were really yeah. living on the edge. My valves were lubricated. They had ethanol, though. I don't think they had ethanol then. Yes, they did. <laughs> Come on. And I, I, I know that corn is the center of some people's universe, but, you know. No, because I remember, I remember in the movie The Fastest Indian with Anthony Hopkins, the world's fastest Indian. It takes place in, like, the 50s, I think. Mm-hmm. And he goes to a gas station in America, and the guy asks him if he wants ethyl. Well, that's not ethanol. Ethyl's not ethanol? No, ethyl was premium. What's, why does it sound the same, then? You know, I, though I play one on TV, I am not actually a chemist, so, but... Okay, um, but you know ethyl, that for sure. Yeah, ethyl, ethyl was the premium leaded gasoline. 
I don't get it. Yeah. Why would they yeah. name it the same thing? It sounds the same. It, you know, it, it does. You just remove the N. Yeah. There's no there's no I in team, John, but there is a me. You, you know, you just move the letters around. I'm confused. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so 2.0 to the PTU. When are we going? Real soon. Real soon. Okay. Where are we going? To the PTU. Where are we going? To the PTU. Come on, Vominos. Everybody, let's go. Come on, we can do it. Come, uh, I know that we can do it. Wow. Mm, okay, so there was a movie reference there. I don't know if anybody got that. <laughs> oh, you've, no. you've hit you've hit your movie reference quota for the week. Yeah, so when I moved we, on to TV references. When are we going? Real soon. Come on, Bob. Nope. Knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nope. Uh, John Lithgow. Nope. No, I Peter was Weller? doing. I was nope. doing Dora the Explorer. I, I I know that. I know that, and it and it ashames me that I know that. <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai. Man, I haven't seen that movie in like forever. <sighs> wow. Adventures across the eighth dimension. It might be time to watch it again. I, when is when is not a time to be watching it again? Well, fair enough. All righty then. So, uh, guys, you got anything else? I'm we've got <laughs> we, we've got map, eight, min- eight map, minutes to I'm fill. The map, <laughs> I'm the map. 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 Oh Lord! I think it's time to wrap this one up. All right. So, guys, where would we we still haven't come up with a new way to say engine.com, have we? We're still going to do this community thing, aren't we? Uh, well, you know, hey, support engine. They power our website. Go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. <laughs> please, please do that. Please do that. Uh, support Ronald Jenkins. Please check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Support Star Citizen the Base Radio. HTTP colon slash slash radio dot star citizen dot com slash where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's verse cast every Saturday afternoon. I am TGW stroke S Gleep. Check the show notes for all my contact information. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? Well, you can find me every Thursday night on the base at 9 p.m. PST doing my show Quantum Drive, which is a mix of lore and music. This week is the Halloween special, uh, which I'm very excited about. So there'll be uh, some spooky tracks in there. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jimmy Croker. And you can email me at at Jimmy at VerseCast.org. You can find me at the only Jonto on Twitter and RSI and over on versecast.org. Um, you can email me at john at versecast.org. You can also email the show at comms at versecast.org. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at versecast. Make sure to use the hashtag TGWS when you're tweeting about Star Citizen stuff so that we can find it. And make sure to search for that hashtag too to help out others that might be having 
shared shared stuff that uh, that you might be interested in. Uh, Robert Space Industry doc industries dot com slash org slash versecast is where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships. We'd love to have you, even as an affiliate. You can have up to nine affiliates other than your main org. Um, so you got nothing to lose. Versecast.org is our website, which I am working on actively. I'm making some good progress on the redesign, um, and hopefully I'll be able to implement it so that it's just magically there someday. Mm-hmm. But nice. uh, excited. delicious. Yeah, first, it's going to be completely brand new look and feel. The wow. feel actually the feel will be similar. It's going to be similar layout, so it'll be familiar, but the look will be completely new. You won't even Fancy. know where you are, but Fancy. you will at the same I time. I like it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to head over to the RSI hub and uh, give us a like and maybe leave a comment. It only takes a second. Just go to hub.versecast.org. That'll forward you to the page. We would really appreciate it. We have like 95 likes, I think. So we're going to be maybe, possibly, with your help, the first podcast on the community hub to hit 100, which would Woo-hoo! be fantastic. Um, if you are on iTunes... Search for Versecast. Leave us a review. We'd also appreciate that as well. Yeah, and email us and let us know that you've done that because we're still having issues with our aggregator. Um, There's, I really, Vendus told me about the aggregator and I looked it up and it looks really complicated. So there might not be an aggregator unless somebody knew how to aggregate that for us. So aggregated. It's aggregated. So aggregated. (laughs) (laughs) But have you noticed, guys, that spiders are really big this year? Speaking of the Halloween. Spiders I, can I didn't be gig notice. Spiders are big this year, and they're big spiders, too. Everybody's house has a spider on it this year. Are you scared of spiders? My house has a spider on it. There's big, like, you know, there's been a big improvement in spider technology since last year. Spiders. Spiders. So, anyway, watch out for them spiders. Watch out for the big metal spiders that roam the western lands of the United States with the Will Smith and that other guy. Oh, please, really? You're referencing that movie? Mm, it was not so good. That was not so good. That was it, not so It's good. fun to watch. No, it's really not. Mm. It's a bad movie. It's you a should, bad movie. You should watch a Tarantino film instead. Yeah. He doesn't have any spiders in his movies, though. Any Tarantino movie. Any Tarantino movie. Any Tarantino movie in a storm. Until I'm next the map, time, then. I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map! <laughs> John is the map, and we are those guys with ships. And this has been the first the cast. First cast. See you guys. No, nobody else is saying goodbye? John, John, say goodbye for crying out loud. Goodbye. See, the map was supposed to be the end. It was going to be like, oh, funny ending. No, no it was never going to be funny. Yeah, it was really not going to be funny. No, notice that I, I, had to, I had to say our ending to expedite things. Expedition? It's what's for dinner. It's like being aggregated.
Thank you.